So if you're enjoying, appreciating, benefiting from this series of short talks by Padma Vajra on the life and liberation of Padma Sambhava, him channeling these lightning flashes from the blue beyond, then please do consider making a donation to Padmaloka. We're still in uh, uncertain financial times. This year we lost our main source of income, uh, our retreat income, and even though people are starting to return to Padmaloka now, uh, our costs have considerably gone up. Uh, given the various measures that we have to put in place. So although we've benefited enormously from people's generosity uh, throughout the year, we really need to keep that stream of generosity flowing. So do please consider giving what you can. You can do that by following the link that's attached to this video or beneath in our YouTube channel or visiting our website and making a one-off donation or taking out a monthly standing order. Thank you. There is a wonderful text uh, translated into English as the life and liberation of Padmasambhava. It's a translation of the Padma Kaitang, the testament of Guru Padmasambhava, and it's a terma, a treasure text revealed by the great Urgyen Lingpa. And we're very fortunate to have had that translated uh, into English, translated quite a long time ago. I think it was translated in the late 1970s. And it's an important text for, it was an important text for Bhante Ergen Sangharachtar and for our own, the whole of our uh, movement and the whole of Tri Ratna. At the beginning of the Padma Kaitang, there are very, very important chapters. And the very first or cantos, as they're called, the, the first canto, uh, is praising Padmasambhava, saying, beyond all doubt, he is a Buddha of the supreme enlightenment. Beyond all doubt, he is a Buddha of the supreme enlightenment, possessing the three kayas, the three dimensions, as we might say, of Buddhahood, the nimanakaya, the manifest dimension, the manifest the manifestation in time, in space, uh, in relationship to the sangsara, out of compassion. He possesses the sambhogakaya, that dimension which is the body of bliss, of rapture, of mutual delight and enjoyment, that dimension of enlightenment which is uh, the dimension of vision and archetype and symbol and myth and vision, and he possesses the Dharmakaya, that dimension of Buddhahood, that dimension of the Buddha which is at one with reality itself, the nature of things. All these dimensions are in Guru Padmasambhava. We heard them evoked in Bhante's poem in the last talk, Thou the Thousand-Armed, Thou the infinite light. We heard of Padmasambhava riding the tiger from coast to coast in time, in space, in our particular world. We also heard him worshipped as the thousand-armed and the infinite light. Avalokiteshvara, the embodiment of the Sambhogakaya, Amitabha, the embodiment of the Dharmakaya. This is a very important uh, teaching from the Nyingma Pa 
uh, tradition and uh, in our own order we meditate on this trikaya in our own Guru Yoga, the Guru Yoga that Bhante received from Karcha Rinpoche in uh, Kanimpong in the 1960s, where we imagine our own teacher above our head and then Padmasambhava and then Avalokiteshvara and finally Amitabha. It's very, very important that when we meditate on Guru Rinpoche, meditate on Padmasambhava, that we are aware of all these dimensions. In fact, the Padma Kaitang, the testament of Padmasambhava, the life and liberation of Padmasambhava, right at the beginning is concerned to place the life and the liberation of Padmasambhava within a transcendental and a cosmic context. So we are going to look at this a little bit. So we need to become aware of that dimension which is ultimate, the ultimate dimension of Padmasambhava, describing Amitabha, the Buddha of infinite light. This is from the life and liberation of Padmasambhava. His is the western sky in the form of a lotus, delighting in the ground laid out like a golden checkerboard one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of the earthly Meru. Spreading foliage and flowers from the tree of enlightenment one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of fruit-bearing plants and forests. Plunging into the Ganges of Samadhi, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of trees and rivers. Possessing the equanimity of the inconceivable Dharmadhatu, one seeks but no longer can no longer find the extinct name of the visible sky. Radiating like a star, the bright learning of the knowledge of the spheres, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of sun and moon. Glorious in the five rainbow rays of noble conquest, one seeks but no lo- can no longer find the extinct name of day and night. Having without discrimination reduced to unity both self and others, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of disputations. Nourished by the food of contemplation, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of ordinary sustenance. Clad in the goodly robe of perfect action, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of ordinary garments. Sprung supernaturally from the lotus of birth, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of that other birth. Grown mighty in the adamantine life of bliss, one seeks, but can no longer find the extinct name of old age. Domiciled in that land, where nothing is either born or dies, one seeks, but can no longer find the extinct name of the death of those who have been born. In the sublime sky of the Buddhas of the three times, rejoicing that one can consecrate all activity to enlightenment, one seeks but can no longer find the extinct name of ill fortune and misery. In this blessed Buddha land, 
of definitive illumination in the heavenly palace of the void, intrinsic nature of things, having cleared surface, depth and width of any dimension on the ideal plane, without exterior or interior, the windows of vision are illuminated. Without anything he does not know or see, raising high as on a dais the Mahayana Dharma and establishing below the throne of the bright desireless lotus, heaping up the cushions of the four immense regions of knowledge of fourfold joy, attaching the wings of enlightenment as fringes to the eight points of the four horizons, formulating an impartial synthesis the laws of equanimity, annulling with the brilliant lotus hope and fear, acceptance and rejection, exhaling the perfume of the incense ever pure of perfect action, having no one as his originator, having appeared by himself of all eternity, complete in one instant, fixedly absorbed in the Dharmadhatu, that limpid ocean, increate primordial consciousness, emerging unblemished from the lotus, with the paired ornaments of all knowledge and compassion, in this palace, Buddha Amitabha dwells. The ten strengths and the four confidences constitute his splendid adornment. His body bears the favourable signs that one can never tire of observing. He is enveloped in rays that come from all the heavens and is encircled by the iridescent arch. To the ten points of space, he diffuses a reddish mercy. Ray perfect Buddha, he possesses nobility. He possesses vigour. His accomplishment through body, speech and mind one can never contemplate sufficiently. Ocean of victory. His retinue piles itself aloft like clouds, eye unvarying. He is total serenity in the heavens. To the ten points of space, he diffuses rays of compassion and love. And at the extremity of each ray, causes a Buddha to appear. He diffuses ineffable rays without number, inconceivable by thought. He accords the benefaction of universal conversion through all adequate modes. And in the sky, where apart from him dwells no other noble one, are emanation, secondary emanation, tertiary emanation, distinct and inconceivable. So here, is the Buddha Amitabha, dwelling beyond time, beyond space, dwelling in eternity, dwelling in primordial Buddhahood, without any dimensions whatsoever. But, as William Blake says, eternity is in love with the productions of time. So naturally, out of great compassion, overwhelming red mercy and compassion, he sends forth, like rain, emanation upon emanation. This is Padmasambhava. This is Padmasambhava. Amitabha is Padmasambhava. Amitabha is the Dharmakaya of Padmasambhava. Avalokiteshra is the Sambhogakaya of Padmasambhava, of Amitabha's Dharmakaya constantly sending forth 
this incredible, abundant creativity pouring out of the voidness, pouring out of the Dharma Dhatu, pouring out of the unborn, increate consciousness, pouring out into space, into time, out of love to bring about the liberation of all life, the Buddhahood inherent in all life.